there's a wonderful saying when you're listening to a podcast, your mind is open and your hands are free. Podcasts are great at connecting women and mothers because it's kind of like the one thing mothers have when they've got a million things going on is that their ears are free. It's intimate and it's where women are at the moment. Hello and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Today, our guest on the show is considered a podcast industry leader in Australia. Elisa Ratliff has headed up audio for Pacific Magazines and has been the managing producer at Mamma Mia. She's produced some of Australian mothers' favourite podcasts, including No Filter, The Parent Code, I Don't Know How She Does It, and The Split. Elisa lives and breathes podcasting and has enormous expertise in launching and managing highly successful podcasts. She was recently announced the winner of B&T's 30 Under 30 Award as well. So when I wanted to talk about the value of podcasts in reaching mothers, I knew exactly who to call. A big, warm welcome to the show, Elisa. Oh, thank you for having me, Katrina. I have to say it's very strange speaking on a podcast and not cutting one up. (laughs) I'm sure you'll be fantastic. Now, listen, you've been involved in the podcasting industry here since the really early days, and I imagine it must be pretty exciting for you to watch the industry's phenomenal growth and development over that time. Can you share a little bit uh, about how you got started and, and your journey to where you are today? Yeah, for sure. I think um, the podcast growth is is something that's been really incredible. All of a sudden, it seems that podcasts are the new blogs. But funnily enough, I started in in podcasting when blogs were the the hot topic. So I um I went to uni at UTS in Sydney, and I got an internship at Mamma Mia, which is still one of Australia's leading women's websites. And from there, I learnt the ropes in editorial. I was a, a kind of a site producer, so I used to run the websites on the weekend and load posts and just learnt the ropes, really. And then around three years into my time at Mamma Mia, the founder, Mia Friedman, decided that she wanted to launch podcasts. And at that stage, I was her assistant and uh, I just started helping her on her podcast, No Filter. And then around six months into that, she said, hey, why don't you have a go at, at editing? Because you're already booking in the guests and doing the research. You seem to be quite good at podcasts. So why don't you see how you go over here in the podcast department? And from there, that's where I really flourished. So she really saw something in me. And yeah, here I am five years later living and braving the podcasts. 
Yeah, a lot has happened in that time. Now, one of the questions I wanted to ask you about was was around mum's popularity with podcasts. So our research at Marketing to Mums has seen that 40% of mothers here in Australia have listened to a podcast in the in the past month. And what they've said to us in the research is that they love how intimate podcasts are and they love how they can switch off from their day-to-day and learn new things and be entertained. Now, you've produced some really successful podcasts. You've been a key player in the podcast strategy for some big media outlets, which have got really strong female audiences. I want to ask you, what are some of the favourite podcasts Australian mothers like to listen to? And are there any particular genres that mums seem to be attracted to? I think when it comes to mums and podcasts, it's really easy to fall into a pigeonhole of, oh, well, mothers only like listening to content about other mothers or mothers' experiences, when really that's not true at all. Mothers are women and women like to be across a whole range of issues. They like to know what everyone's talking about. They like to know what they need to know on the news, what they can what discussions they can have at the barbecues when we're allowed to have them again, all that kind of thing. So I think with mothers, sure, they like getting their parenting content, but they also like tuning out and catching up on pop culture and maybe listening to a true crime story. It's very varied and that's the beauty of women really. And I think that's one of the key successes of podcasts is there are so many options now Women can pick and choose what they want to listen to in their own time. There's shows for the kids now. So you can listen when you've got your kids in the car, when you're dropping them to school. That might be a a kid-friendly show, a co-listening podcast, which is a, a really genius idea that lots of places have started doing. And then once the kids are at school, they might switch on to a pop culture podcast and get their news fix. I think it's very silly to pigeonhole mothers into just listening to podcasts about mothering because it's just such a varied field. I so agree with you and it's something that's really reinforced by our research over at Marketing to Mums as well. Mothers want to be treated as women first, mothers second, and they have very, very diverse interests. So I'm really happy to hear that that's what you have found also. I wanted to ask you, why should brands actually consider audio and specifically why should they consider podcasting as part of their marketing strategy to reach mothers? There's a wonderful saying in that when you're listening to a podcast, your mind is open and your hands are free. So the beauty of a podcast is you listen to it while you're doing other things. You don't have to sit down and read. So you can listen to it while you're unpacking the dishwasher, while you're folding washing, while you're feeding the kids dinner. You can have them on in the background while you're driving them to school or picking them up from school. Podcasts are great at connecting women and and mothers because it's kind of like the one thing mothers have when they've got a million things going on is that their ears are free. So it's a really valuable strategy for marketers to be able to be in people's ears. It's, It's intimate and it's where women are at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I actually listen to all my podcasts while I'm out walking and I just love the time that it's my switch off time. I completely get carried away in whatever I'm I'm listening to and and I love I love that escapism that it provides me. 
And it's a great time to get me where I don't have those regular distractions as well. Well, that's the thing, because you can literally do it anyway in the car or on a walk. They can be your me time. I listen to my podcast in the shower, which is strange, but it works for me. Marketing to Mums, the podcast is proudly brought to you by the Marketing to Mums Assessment. This personalized diagnostic report will help you understand how your brand is currently performing in your Marketing to Mums activities. The Marketing to Mums Assessment will clearly identify your gaps and opportunities and provide you with a series of recommendations to attract, engage, and convert more mothers and their families to your business. You can find out more about Marketing to Mums Assessment on the website at www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash assessment. Listen, there seems to be a lot of different options for brands to get involved in podcasting. You know, I guess one option is that they could create their own show or, you know, they might want to place ads on a podcast show or they could actually sponsor a podcast show. I had someone sponsor the first year of this podcast. Or they could actually have representatives from their brand actually feature as a guest on an array of podcast shows. In your opinion, what's the best strategy that a brand should be looking at going with? I think it depends on the brand and what they want out of the situation. But the thing about podcast listeners is that they're smart and they're a bit untrustworthy because they're obviously getting this these this content for free. So I think one of the issues you fall into if you have a representative on your show is that podcast listeners are smart and they'll probably realise that it sounds like an ad. And if it sounds like an ad, it probably is an ad. And often they prefer to get their ads where they know they're getting their ads, if that makes sense. So they prefer it as as part of the show in terms of wrapping around the show, as in a, this episode is brought to you by instead of having someone talking about a brand. Podcasts are starting to get into the more subtle side of advertising, but they're not there yet. And the last thing anyone wants to do is annoy their listeners because studies show us that you have 30 seconds to grab someone's attention on a podcast. So that first 30 seconds in a podcast is crucial to grab someone's attention. And if it sounds a bit off, chances are, the person's going to switch off and not come back to the show. So you just need to make things obvious and, and you know, if it's an ad, make it be an ad, that kind of thing. Okay. So moving on from that then, which brands do podcasting really well and why? I think from my experience, one of the, the big brands that I've worked with in, worked with in the past at Mamma Mia is Westpac. So they have a great relationship with Mamma Mia and they completely trust the Mamma Mia producers to create good content for them. So the, the two shows that they've worked on at Mamma Mia in the past is Hello Bump and The Split. One is a pregnancy podcast about what to expect in the nine months of pregnancy and that was tied around Westpac's bump savings account. So that was a beautiful show that kind of weaved in Westpac's messaging perfectly, but also was hosted by Monique Bowley and Rebecca Judd to share their experiences of what pregnancy was like. So Mons had never been pregnant. So she, Beck 
Judd has obviously had four kids and is an influencer, so Mons was quizzing her and it was the perfect tone of a brand involvement in a podcast. And the second one was The Split, which I actually produced for Westpac and Mamma Mia last year, which ended up winning a Global Advertising Award because the messaging aligned in terms of what Mamma Mia wanted the show to be and what Westpac wanted to share with the listeners in that Westpac had just developed a kind of divorce protocol type thing to help people going through divorce. They were really big on how they could help parents and just partners going through divorce financially. And they partnered with Mamma Mia to make the split, which walked people through how you get a divorce and what you need to know about it. So it's those kind of bespoke yet unspoken topics that everyone goes through but no one really talks about and Westpac noticed that and created a podcast that really resonated with listeners and advertisers and it was the perfect kind of combination of both. Yeah, fantastic. I will put in the links in the show notes so you can actually go on and have a look at those those two Westpac podcasts. What are some of the, the podcasting mistakes that brands really need to avoid? I think uh, one of the big mistakes is brands thinking that they need a podcast because everyone else has a podcast or brands just deciding that, hey, podcasting is where it's at. I can make my own podcast. You really need to understand listeners and work with a company that has an audience already, I would suggest. You can't just go gung-ho and make your own podcast because no one will listen. You need to go where the people are. So you have to find a company that you can work with to perhaps make a show for you because they know how to do it. That's what I would probably suggest. Your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, has launched her second book. Called The Mother of All Opportunities, this book has been written for board directors, C-suite, senior marketers and business owners to shine a light on the enormous opportunities for growth which exist in the mum market. Katrina demonstrates why now is the right time to rethink your relationship with the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Fast track your brand and build a competitive advantage by gaining critical research-based insights into this massive and underserved market. If you live in Australia, you can get your copy from www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash book. If you live overseas, you can get your copy from Amazon. If you were talking to a marketing manager, what three tips would you give them if they were considering adding a podcast and establishing an audio strategy for their business? I would say ask yourself, who do I want to listen to this and what do I want to achieve from this and what value can I add that's not already out there? Because the podcasting market is very flooded at the moment And what the world doesn't need is another podcast doing what 50 other podcasts already do. So make like do your research and make sure that what you're going to create is going to add value for a listener. Mm, Absolutely. I would really agree with you there. And I had a real chuckle when I saw a video coming out when we went into home isolation, which was please don't 
please don't launch a podcast. Yes, from the ABC, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun. So I agree. It, it is a very very busy market, and it's so important to to find that niche offering. Now, one of the things that has happened as a result of COVID is we've seen a lot of marketing budgets significantly cut. I wanted to ask you, how could podcasts help these businesses? You know. Does setting up a podcast require a huge investment? I think it goes back to what I was just saying in terms of if they want to make their own show, if you're going to make a show now, you've got to do it well and you've got to probably sink some money into it. So a better option at the moment might be sponsoring an existing show that already has an audience. Because let's be honest, building a podcast audience in today's world is hard. Lots of shows launch and just get 100 listens. That reach of 40,000 listens takes a long time to get. So sourcing out where people are might be a better option instead of doing your own thing. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, no, that's that's a great suggestion and anyone interested in Season 3 sponsorship should get in contact with me. Yes. Now, listen, how would you get started if you were wanting to create a podcast? Well, the first thing you have to do is come up with a brilliant idea that makes not only you want to listen to it, but your mate want to listen to it and your colleague want to listen to it. And then you start recording. But what really can't be taken for granted in starting a podcast is the pre-production. So the work you do in pre-production will set you up for success once you've recorded and in post-production. So you want a great idea, you want a great structure for your show. No one wants to listen to you and your best mate talking about margaritas for 40 minutes. No one cares. So move on from that thought and get yourself a structure that has people intrigued. So test the waters, as I was saying, with your friends, with your colleagues who listen to shows and ask them, would you listen to this? Write a script And then you'll need to buy your recording devices. Please don't just record it on your computer. Again, no one wants to hear that. There are so many podcasts in the world now that people don't have time for podcasts that sound a bit dodgy. So do your research and look into recording devices, microphones that can plug into your computer or great platforms like we're using at the moment, Zencaster, so you can do remote recordings. And then you probably need to get a good podcast editor, get someone who can cut it down and make some sense out of it, which is what I do every day, and get someone who will cut it down and make it sound good, whack some music underneath it, and then you'll probably need to launch it into Apple, into Spotify, and that's where the hard work begins because you'll need to start growing your audience there. It's not as simple as we know, Katrina, is putting it out into the world and hoping for the best anymore. No, there's a huge amount of work. I mean, I would probably actually come in and say it's worthwhile uh, finding a really good podcast partner or or a podcast agency uh, who could assist you and do that production work for you, do that strategy early on. Uh, It is a huge amount of work. It has great benefits, as we've said early in this episode, but I do think that it's great to have a partner that's really experienced in the podcast industry who can guide you through the process, particularly if you're a brand. Now, Elisa, if people wanted to connect and learn more about you, what's the best way for them to do so? Look, I love a bit of LinkedIn, so come and find me on LinkedIn. I think that's where it's at. That's my new go-to platform. 
It certainly is for me also. I will make sure that we put that link in the show notes as well. Now, I would like to thank you for sharing your insights about podcasting to reach and engage with mothers and for being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. Thank you for having me, Katrina. I really appreciate it. It's always great to talk to a pro in the industry. Now, Elisa has certainly shared with us some real insights about the value of why brands need to consider getting involved in podcasting to reach mothers. Now, we've talked about a range of options there for brands. My advice would be to get your team together and have a listen to this episode again and perhaps then let that lead into a discussion around how your brand could best get involved in podcasting. I look forward to hearing about what you do. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organisation by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favourite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.